Darnell Williams at the tailback. They'll hand it off to Williams up the middle. 25. Cuts it inside. 30. 35. 40. There goes Cadillac. To the 50. To the 40. To the 30. To the 20. To the 15. 10. Go crazy, Cadillac. Go crazy. Touchdown. Now they can play a little safer. But they're not going to. Nix is back. Throws it downfield. Caught. Touchdown, Williams. A 20-yard attempt. Josh Harris, the snapper. He'll call to the place. He'll hold it. Byron waits for the snap to the place. There it is. The kick is up. The kick is good. Auburn wins. 22-19. What's going on, everybody? And welcome to another episode of the Auburn Today podcast. As always, my name is Noble. George here with my co-host Wheeler today. We're just going to hop on real quick to discuss all of the pain that Auburn fans went through yesterday, losing to Texas A&M in the SEC quarterfinals. We'll be back again probably on Sunday night to talk more specifics about NCAA tournament and brackets and everything, but we just wanted to hop on and just kind of give an overview of both the game, how we're feeling, and how we're feeling now that Texas A&M just ran Arkansas off the court, winning by 20 in the semis. But Wheeler, why don't you start us off and just kind of give your thoughts about how you went into yesterday's game feeling, how you felt in the first half, how you felt in the second half, and ultimately at the end of the game, what what, what were the thoughts going through your head and how bad was the meltdown? The meltdown was bad. Um, I told y'all, couple of weeks ago on the podcast that Auburn was going to be trash in March and we are and we will be um I'm expecting an early exit from the NCAA tournament um it's not that we're a bad team we're just playing our worst basketball the whole season right now right when it counts and that's how you get upset and get knocked out of the tournament uh yeah I mean Auburn's just playing really really poorly they're doing the same things over and over and over, and they have for the, probably the past four weeks. They struggle to score against remotely good defense. They go ice cold and continue to try the exact same thing. They have no offense that is a go-to offense that they know is going to work. And <clears throat> when people are cold and they're, you know, 0 of 14 shooting, they're still lobbing up threes. Like they're super hot and, you know, dribbling and taking a step back. Um, it's just a bad combination right now. Uh, Alan Flanagan still, I feel like, is struggling to have confidence in his game on the offensive end um, and continues to get charge calls. KD had statistically the worst offensive game in SEC history yesterday. Um, and I know that he has the potential to be better, obviously. I mean, he had a heck of a game in the Mississippi State game uh, in overtime, but it just seems like recently he's had more of these just really poor performances. and. I just don't trust this team to have any semblance of consistency through the tournament. And, uh, yeah, I predict a loss in the round of 32. And so that is the, uh, the, the heartbroken fans perspective. And so, and obviously we all are very emotional about Auburn basketball, but I, I kind of figured after, you know, I, I watched the game yesterday and I kind of, I've gotten to the that I can usually predict how Wheeler is going to feel after these these rough games. So I figured I would look at 
just kind of provide a bit of a list of the positives and negatives of the game. And it was not super easy to find positives from that game, but here we go. So the first positive is obviously Texas A&M has been extremely hot. I mean, that, that, is, that is something that is worth noting. If, if you haven't really looked, Texas A&M, since they lost to Auburn, they beat Florida, lost to Vanderbilt, beat Georgia, beat Ole Miss, and then in March, they beat Alabama by 16 on the road. They beat Mississippi State. They beat Florida. They beat Auburn. And they just beat Arkansas by 20 points. So Texas A&M is really hot right now. So that's something to consider. Auburn put up a better fight against them than Arkansas did. And Arkansas came into this SEC tournament a lot hotter than Auburn was. That's something to consider. A potential, another kind of encouragement was Wendell Green. You know, we, we've, we've mentioned a lot of the times on this podcast that Wendell Green, in my opinion, is the key to this team's success because he holds the keys to multiple different players scoring. Today, and you know, you know, everyone knows Wendell has been in a big, a big slump. But yesterday, he scored 15 points, was 5 of 9 from 3, and while he didn't get to the line as much as I would have liked, made 5 of 9 threes, that's a really good percentage, was shooting from really good range. Really good, really good game. Now, a minus is that besides Wendell and Jabari, the team shot 6% from three. There were only three players on the team that made a three. KD Johnson was 0 of 6. Allen was 0 of 2. Kessler was 0 of 2. Jalen Williams was 0 of 1. And Cambridge was 0 of 2. That's just horrible. I mean, it's just, it's just horrible. Having a starter score zero points and going 0 of 14, absolutely terrible. That's a big minus. The guard play, I mean, the shooting percentage of the guard play was not good at all. I don't think anyone can really debate that. But a potential positive that really you can take as a positive or a negative, Auburn had a ton of open looks against A&M. A&M's game plan was to leave our inconsistent shooters open, and if they made them, you're just going to tip your hat and say, well, we're just going to lose this game. But if they miss them, then Texas A&M would win the game. They missed them, Texas A&M won the game. You leave a guy like Katie. If Katie most of Katie's shots were open threes. Allen had open threes. Like, Zepp had some open threes. Like, if you're going to leave a lot of guys open for three, that's a problem that you want to, like, not being able to hit the shot, while it's obviously bad and it's not good because we haven't been able to hit shots all season, you have guys that were good three-point. Like, Zepp shoots 39% from three. If you give him four open looks, in all likelihood, he's going to hit more than one in most games. Like, KD, in all likelihood, you're going to make one. Or, I mean, in 14 shots, it's almost difficult to miss all of them. I mean, it really is. Like, KD is not going to have a game like that again. Now, How many points did he problem, have in regulation against Mississippi State, Noble? Two, but he wasn't 0 of 14. Okay, so out of in the last three games, he's had two games where he had two points in the first 40 minutes of the game. Yes. Yes. And that's, and that's a problem. And that's a problem. But I, I don't think that it is something... KD has scored in the past four games. At the end of the day, he scored 18, 14, 18, and 0. So obviously, it's not ideal. But KD can score the basketball. And he's proven that. So... 
he's not going to have just an absolutely atrocious game next game in all likelihood. So, and what he might he might struggle, but he's not going to struggle like he did yesterday. That's just not going to happen. And the problem with Auburn basketball is that these same problems, and I think this is the root of our problem, is that the problems that we've had yesterday were a lot of the same problems we've had in the first three weeks of the season. And the problem is that you just really doubt if they can figure it out and get it together. Another potentially encouraging thing that is really just a slight on our team, in the first half yesterday, they shot 18% from two-point range and 15% from three. In the second half, they shot 56% from two-point range and 38% from three. Like, the second half performance was really solid. I mean, it was a 41-point second half. Like, against a team that plays great defense, like, that second half was really good. But the first half was just so absolutely atrocious that you couldn't come back from it. And that's happened a couple times with Auburn is that we've had a really solid one half and a bad second or a bad first and a good second. But usually our lesser of the two halves is somewhat okay. And yesterday it was just absolutely horrible. I don't foresee Auburn playing another game like they did yesterday. I I just don't see that. I don't think it's going to happen. Jabari had his worst game. I mean, honestly, Jabari had his worst game out of the past really eight games, but the issue is he's been on a different he's been in a different stratosphere than the rest of the country in the past eight games. So it really seemed worse than it was. I mean he still had 17, 9, and 4. But if Jabari can get back to what he was doing in the past few games, if Wendell can continue what he was doing in the second half, if KD can have a pulse and Walker's getting more comfortable with, you know, blocking shots and everything. He looked a lot better against A&M than he did against really Mississippi State. So you can see that there are a lot of there are a lot of moving parts where you're like, okay, you can see when you when you take a step back and you can look at everything, you can see that it could come together, but you just really doubt if it will. And I'm I'm with you. I I think as of right now, I think we lose in the Sweet 16. I don't think we're around a 32 exit right now. I think we lose in the Sweet 16. But what I'm saying is that a lot of people have made the reference that we're just not good and that we're, we were overrated. We peaked in January and we're just not a very good, we're just overrated. The thing is, you can make the argument that we peaked in January. You absolutely can. At the end of the day, this Auburn basketball team is 27 and 5 and won the SEC regular season. They beat Kentucky. They swept Alabama. Like, like, this team has some good wins. This team is a really, really good basketball team. Now, is this team the best in the country? No, I don't believe that. Can this team play like the best in the country? Theoretically, yes. Is this team playing like a top five, top ten team in the country right now? No, they're not. But this Auburn basketball team is good at basketball, and the talent is there. That, that's what I that's why I think that I'm not as worried because you look in you know we, we talked about this a little bit but the end of this season is really similar to the last time Auburn won the SEC regular season and the difference is this team is infinitely more talented than that team was but also that team the reason that we were limping towards the end was cuz Anthony McLemore got hurt we didn't have any size down low and we just got abused everywhere on the court 
this team doesn't have this team is still the same team it's the same composition as when we were going on runs and winning games this team can still go on runs this team can overcome adversity they're just not playing well right now and it's very difficult to get hot in an ncaa tournament but i'm saying that it i don't think that it's time to just abandon this team now it's time to hit the panic button. I mean, that is something you're panicking about the team, but I still think that this Auburn team can surprise some people and win at least two games in the NCAA tournament. Now, I don't think we're going to make a run. I don't think we're going to make it past the Sweet 16 as from what I've seen in the past four to five games, but I don't think that it is time to label this team as a first or a second round exit. Noble, what seed... Do you call a team that is 500 in their conference a six seed, a five seed? Yeah, around that. I'd say a six. And what's the expectation for a five or a six seed? The round of 32? Yeah, I'd say round of 32 or sweet 16. Okay. And in Depending Auburn's, on the bracket. And in Auburn's last nine games, is their record a five or six seed? Yes, it is. In the past, yeah, okay. In the past few games, yeah. That's all I'm saying, is right now they're playing like a five or six seed. They are going to luck out with the fact that they will not be playing teams that a five or six seed plays. But their performance is that of a team that has the talent of a five or a six seed. I mean, they're 500 right now in their last nine games. But see, but see, look at, you have to look at it. You have to look at the games, okay? Like, Arkansas, great team, tough environment, lost by four in overtime. Texas A&M beat them convincingly at home. Vanderbilt can beat them convincingly at home. Florida, going to – you drop a game, yeah, that wasn't great. Ole Miss, you beat at home. Tennessee, good team, is possibly going to be in the SEC tournament championship today. You lost on the road by five. In March, you beat a Mississippi State team by 13 on the road. You beat South Carolina by – 11 at home, and then you lost to the hottest team in the country right now by five on a neutral court when you played the worst half of basketball you've played in the first half all season. So, yes, Auburn is playing 500, but it's the kind of sneaky 500 like Texas A&M. Like Texas A&M's a nine seed right now, but if you look at their games, they've been close. They've been competitive with a ton of teams. They're better than a nine seed. Like, they're a better team than what their seeding shows. And right now, Auburn is technically a worse seeding than, like, we are a worse team. We are playing worse than what our two seed will say, but we're playing better than what a five seed would say, in my opinion. And that is your perspective. Here's my perspective. You beat the last place in the league. Coach fired, got beat by 30 in the first round of the SEC tournament, Georgia, by one point before you started this losing skid. That 18-point win that you mentioned over Mississippi State, your starting guard had two points in the first half, and when you went to overtime against a team that is honestly just not very good. First round exit in the SEC tournament. So, theoretically, yes, you're playing. I mean, I guess you could say that you're playing better than a 500, but honestly, you're not. Because if you played anyone but Georgia that day, that's a loss. They were far and above the worst team in the SEC this season and you beat them by one point. That's a horrendous performance. Going to the hump, giving up a 20-point lead and going to overtime 
horrendous performance coupled with a bad loss to Florida, an acceptable loss to Arkansas, and an acceptable loss to Tennessee. When you beat Kentucky, like you mentioned, you beat them without either of their point guards. No, 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 no. Severe Wheeler okay. played 36 minutes that game. You beat them without Ty Ty Washington. Yeah. And you beat, but you beat, the thing is, when you look at the game, even the games that you're mentioning, that Georgia game was obviously terrible in the second half, but the first half was great. Mississippi State, the first half was great. Auburn is, ha- it's the same problem we've had game in and game out is that we can't play two complete halves. Right. And, and that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that their capability is not to make a run in the tournament. I'm saying they're not going to. Because they have shown yeah, and I, over the past fair. month and, and a that's half that's totally fair. That they have no chance of putting two halves together. They haven't done it a single time. Even the Vanderbilt game, they didn't put two and, good halves together. They were terrible in the first half. On defense. And that is fair. That is fair. But what I'm saying is that this team they're not gonna Auburn's not gonna get run. Like Auburn is going to be in every game we play. And it's going to come down to the wire. And so I, I'm saying that I, I just I think that Auburn's going to be able. This is just my opinion, but I think that Auburn in a close game in the NCAA tournament, I think that we're going to be okay, and I think that we're going to win these first two rounds. And I don't, I don't think we're going to lose. I don't think we're going to get upset. I think that we're going to be able to turn it around. And I know that it's not like I know a lot of people aren't going to agree with me, but I'm just saying with what I have seen, I've been watching. I've watched a lot of Auburn basketball in the past few years. And Auburn has had a lot of teams where there are games where you're just like, we just stood no chance. And there have been good teams that stood no chance. When that final four team went to Kentucky and Rupp, we were like, we stood no chance. We looked horrible. That Florida game in 2020, we looked horrible. Like, we haven't had, even this, even the Texas A&M game, which was eye test-wise our worst-looking game of the season, we still pieced together a great second half, and we still had plays where you were like, that was a really good play, and we still played better than a lot of other Auburn teams have. And so I, I, agree, I agree with aspects of what you're saying, but I'm just saying that this basketball team is better than other basketball teams that we've seen. And whether they play like it or not, the talent on this team can win them games, and they can win games solely off of talent. And while it's harder to do that in the SEC – when everyone's really athletic and it's really tough. But when you play, like, if we're going to play Longwood in the first round of the NCAA tournament, we're going to beat those guys whether we play our best game or not because we're just more talented than them. You know, that, that, that's my perspective of it. Right now, Joe Lenardi has us projected to go to the Greenville bracket playing St. Peter's in the first round and then playing the winner of Ohio State or Miami, Miami. in the round of 32. Nothing screams first round exit to me like playing Miami in the round or second round exit like playing Miami in the round of 32. Miami, who almost beat Duke last night to go to the ACC championship game and is a 10 seed, or Ohio State, who is probably way underseeded at a seven seed because they were in a super difficult conference this year. But see, Auburn was too. That's like, like Auburn is been, Auburn has a very similar. If you look at a lot of these teams that are underseeded, Auburn has not been out of a single game that we have played. There 
has never been a moment in a game was not, I mean, in the last, like, you know, if there were three minutes left in the game, there was always a chance and a chance in your mind where you're like, Auburn could still come back and win this game. A lot of these other teams don't have that. Like, it is, Auburn is, could conceivably be undefeated. In all the games that we've lost, there have been chances that we could have won the game at the end of the game. And that's not what a lot of these other teams can say. Because a lot of these other teams will struggle and they have problems with closing out games and they have problems with showing up to every game. And those are problems that haunt you down the road. Because at the end of the day, you're a 10 seed for a reason. And you're a 7 seed for a reason. But my thing is, Auburn is a 2 seed for a reason. And while we might not be playing that like that right now, we're still a 2 seed. We still have talent on this team that can win us games. And we still have the best player in college basketball on our team that can turn it on at any moment. And we still have a guard that, when he's hot, is just as good as any point guard in the country. And we have two, a two-guard that really can be the leading scorer on the team any given night. We have elite defenders on the team. Like, when you look at the the And, you know, we, we apologize. We've had a lot of technical difficulties this podcast. But the, the bottom line of what I'm saying is that Auburn is a very talented basketball team. Whether you see it or not, whether you want to admit it or not, Auburn is one of the more talented basketball teams in the country. And I think that that talent can win us games. I think that our coaching is great. I think our coaching is going to be prepared for games. I think the scouting is going to be good. All I'm saying is that Auburn has the chance to surprise both our fans and the country in the NCAA tournament because of talent and because of the key players that we have on this team. And so I, I think that it's time to panic. It's time to be worried about the team, but I don't think it's time to just write the team off and say, we're going to lose in the first or second round just because we peaked in January. That's all I'm saying. Well, I hope you're right, and I hope we make it at least to the second weekend so that we have a chance to go further, but I guess we'll see. That we will, and on Sunday, we'll probably be back on either Sunday night or Monday morning uh, with a podcast just kind of breaking down the specific bracket and all the matchups that we could encounter, but until then, uh, we just wanted to give you guys just a quick podcast to kind of talk about our thoughts about the specific Texas A&M game. And if you guys have any questions, comments, or concerns, feel free to DM the page. Thank you all for listening, and War Eagle. War Eagle.